Sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at Boygob.com and the Fancy Dan YouTube page. And I was going to say the Fancy Dan Facebook page, but that's some other shit altogether. And the podcast Facebook page. Been about two weeks, maybe, since we did an actual show. But if you were on the Fancy Dan fucking podcast, Fan, the Fancy Dan YouTube page, then you would have seen that there were two bonus fucking shows up there. So if you're not over there, then you missed out, motherfucker. You missed you out. You missed out. How you been, Joseph? Tom, it's been like forever. Uh, yeah, uh, we did a little road trip in a couple of weeks or a week ago. I don't know. Time seems to be a big blur all of a sudden. <laughs> I'm losing tracks of my days and don't know what the fuck. But uh, yeah, yeah, we went uh, across this great nation of ours. We, we took a little road trip through the deep south. Yep, yep. Where, where did we go, Joe? We went to Williamsburg, Ohio, which I'd never heard of. And uh, we right went, outside of Cincinnati. Yeah, we went there for Camp Zool. God damn, I'm getting all kinds of weird pop-ups. Two. The second one. Part two, the sequel. Oh, the shit. First Camp Zool. And uh, Tom invited me out to do this road trip with him. And uh, so why don't you tell them all what Camp Zool is about? For those that did not listen to the overview from last time. The winter edition. Camp Zool is about all things Zool and all things evil. If you are into Zool and or evil, you probably should have been to fucking Williamsburg at Terror Town last weekend or two weekends ago. 
Terror Town. What's that, Tom? Terror Town is a facade of an old western town where a bunch of old drunks get together to rub oatmeal on poor bastards' heads and uh, shoot off prop cannons. And when they don't work, they just say, fuck it, and fire their gun off. I forgot about the cannons. <laughs> You're going to have to have to get out of the way because of the shockwaves. <laughs> These here cannons will, might make you piddle your panties a little bit. Clear the streets. And that's kind of shit, because then they give you a heads up to let you know it's coming, and it's just, hey, you fuck. Isn't mm -hmm. the point to scare them? And it does shoot fucking something out. I know that it fucking, it fires, and then it landed behind the jail that you saw they set on fire. Yes. I wasn't, I wasn't a witness to that, but they did, they did some stage shows here, Joe. They did the, they set the jail on fire. They executed a witch, but I I didn't get to see that. But uh, I think that's there may have been some other stuff I missed. So well, how did the how did the setting the church or the uh, jail on fire ablaze look? Uh I don't know. Like there was a lot of smoke, <laughs> so they had some smoke machines there, and I don't really remember. <laughs> Well, I remember what she said. Wasn't the best. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if it was good, I would have remembered. You know, but but it wasn't. It was kind of silly, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but that's that. We weren't there to uh, participate in the haunt portion of that. We were there for, for another reason. You could have had all the haunt be yours, Joe, but... Yeah, I guess I could have. You I chose guess. not to. No. Um, yeah, so this place is a haunt, I guess, or like a <laughs> scare ground. Scare you, ground, I like that. you walk around term. and they scare you, you know? <laughs> they don't so much scare you as they dump uh, Lowe's buckets full of what have you onto people who wear light-up wrist blankets. Yeah, so, yeah, if you have a special... Wrist blanket. Wrist, wrist blanket. <laughs> if you have a special wistband, then uh, I guess you've allowed them to... Molest you. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> carry you off and throw you in a pit and uh, tell you to squeal like a pig. You know, I'd only seen that reference in one other movie, so I'm hoping it didn't go that far. But, uh, <laughs> But it was strange for sure. They, I mean, they were dumping whole buckets of red-colored oatmeal on people. I mean, I'm talking like five-gallon buckets on top of people's heads and shit. That's, I don't know. That's just not my idea of a good time. But you know, different strokes, as they say. Yeah, but uh, this this was a uh, music festival put on by uh, Alazulu and uh, Long Live Evil, which is their production company or record label, label. in conjunction with uh, Magic Ninja Entertainment. So it was filled with uh, bands, blood, and um, more blood, and bile, I guess. Mm -hmm. So uh, 
I guess the big thing was Sunday. Uh, Joe helped out with the uh, effects that we were running for the uh, stage show, which is pretty much uh, three slit necks and uh, a puking mask. And when uh, everything was said and done with the slit necks, we still had like three uh, fire extinguishers that were halfway filled with fake blood. So uh, the fake mask that was puking out all the bile, that shit just kept going and going and going. (laughs) And then Bill called for the super soaker and that kept going and going and going. And at that time, I just said, hey, Joe, fuck it. Grab those fire extinguishers and let's just start blasting the fuck out of the crowd. And that's exactly what we did. That was a whole <laughs> lot of fun, uh, just to just shoot people in the face with the with the Kool Aid and water. You know, uh, <laughs> it was blood. It was blood. That's right, blood and, and blood. A little bit of animal semen. But it was great because I'd blast somebody, move on to somebody else, and then I'd see them like rubbing their face off. And so as soon as they got their face clean, I'd hit them again. Uh, good time <laughs> it was it was uh it was fun doing some stage magic <laughs> yeah it was it was fun seeing uh everybody again and hanging out and that was definitely some fun and different things to do that uh so thanks to axe and lle for having us out greatly appreciated for sure yes, i hope everybody this is a uh, like whether I've interacted with people either like on the chat here or on Facebook or whatever, this is my first time meeting anybody really in person. So anybody ever, ever in my life. Uh, yeah, it's been a life of isolation until this road trip, but, uh, yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. So how, how'd you feel meeting people for the first time, Joe? It was it, you know, that was it. Like there's this whole shaking hands or fist bumps thing that I've never done before. So that was, (laughs) that was cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is all right. But, but I'll tell you this, one thing that, that I did find unusual or strange, kind of disconcerting is Tom was talking like this. Cause I was in the deep South. I was, it was a bit concerning <laughs> to me. I was deep South Thomas for the trip when we were driving through Kentucky and what have you and Tennessee. We got the naked stop jerking. The stop jerking. <laughs> Cheaper I, than Tinder. I don't I, know if you bought Tinder. I didn't know you had to pay for that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm trying to block them, but I'm getting an error. But I think it's funny with the stop jerking guys. <laughs> Well, yeah, we had a we had a good time rolling through the deep south, and mm-hmm. then we ended up in the Midwest, and it was just ten minutes away from the deep south. But yeah. It was still the Midwest, young Joseph. You see, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing that for a while because I was bored. <laughs> Those long trips they get kind of boring. Uh, yep. On this trip, Tom indulged me by putting on an audio book. He knows I do these <laughs> audio books, so he busted out Audible, and uh, we listened to Cheech Marine, or as he calls himself, Marin, uh, his 
autobiography. I don't remember what the title of it was. It's a real shitty title, Joe. Yeah, and if you've read any biographies, the thing that I hate about them is like they'll talk, they're going to sing their own praises. And even if there's been controversy or shit that's gone on, they're never or very rarely does somebody say, hey, here's something I really fucked up on, you know, or here's something that me and my comedy partner fucked up on. You know, it's always they're throwing blame everywhere. And this book is pretty much the same. He was the amicable one, always trying to do things right. And uh, Tommy Chong was just kind of a prick, you know. I don't know. You know, maybe Tommy Chong should write a book to refute some of this, but I don't think he gives a fuck all that much. Maybe he did. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. That one just came up and suggested to me. But, yeah, I didn't care too much for it either, Joe. Yeah. You can tell he's not a writer. He uh, That, like, probably most of the bits that they've done that Tommy Chong wrote them because he tried to be really funny in this book, and it just fell flat. You know, and he's delivering his own material here. So it just, you know... We, I don't think either one of us laughed once while listening to it. We just listened. <laughs> well, I think we laughed a couple of times, but it was it bullshit that you weren't supposed to laugh at. Yeah. Just because it sucked. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it, it wasn't awesome. Yeah. Uh, we watched one movie, but we talked about that in one of the bonus episodes. The You know, we got to do the podcast live at Camp Zool, Uh so thanks, guys, for that opportunity. That was really cool. That was uh, more people showed up to watch that than I would would have expected. Oh, so, uh, good old Lee from Alazulu even showed up and watched yeah. some of it. So thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. Much appreciated. And I hope you enjoyed having us there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cucamonga. Camp oh yeah <laughs> if you haven't seen that uh do a little day drinking and watch camp kookamonga on your phone in a canoe in the middle of the lake it's an experience <laughs> oh i hope next year at camp zool they will have canoes that would be nice yeah even if it's a man-made pond and then I'll just jump out of it like Jason, but drown these fuckers for real. And then I'll pop up and say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Cucamonga the shit out of them. Motherfuckers. I rolled up to the son of a bitch and I, I put a hot dog in his pocket, you see. <laughs> So did you watch anything since getting back, Tom? I did, Joe. I watched, I was going to say I watched the Cheech book, but we just (laughs) talked about that. I watched Violent City. It was the the Blu-ray was waiting for me when I got back from good old Camp Zuel. This is Charles Bronson working for the Italians, right? This is not Charles Bronson working for the Italians. This is Charles Bronson's a hitman working for himself. And uh, then Telly Savalas says, hey, how about you work for me, you fuck? 
and he says no. But he says, you better work for me because you've been fucking my wife. And then he says, Knuckles. And he still doesn't work for him, and it's not that good. But it's this an was, Italian movie, right? Yes, it is an Italian movie made in the asshole of America, <laughs> a.k.a. New Orleans. <laughs> I didn't really care for it. There wasn't a whole lot there. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of uh, pre-Death Wish Bronson movies, but this one was suggested to me, and uh, fuck you, whoever suggested this to me. You're an asshole. If anybody would like to buy it, hit me up. I got the new Blu-ray that just came out. Who put this one out? Kino Lorber. Because they put out a lot of the old Bronson movies no one really gives a fuck about. Well, they just started doing this about three years ago. Before, they were doing just highbrow movies. No, I wouldn't say that. They would have some horror shit sprinkled in there. Every once in a while, but it was mainly like foreign... Uh, like art house type shit, and then like just recently they've been thrown in just you know the garbage like everybody else is doing. You know, I guess try to get into that game too. They ran out of highbrow movies, I think. Mm. Rest and empowerment, White Buffalo. Mm. Fuck. Did you watch anything? I watched. Uh... Special features on the clear-cut disc of the All the Haunts Be Ours set. I'm sure they sold out of that that set over this weekend. You know, given, I hope uh, so. Given we threw it some uh, some praise. Uh, yeah. So like the last one that had all the Yugoslavian stuff. This one it all has Canadian Native American themed stuff, but. Like this first one is called The Ballad of Crowfoot. And it's essentially just a song with a bunch of images of Canadian Native Americans, you know, so just flashing images. And well, this ain't really shit. Okay. How'd the so song they, go? I don't remember. It was 1832, and the white man showed up, and we gave him corn, and, you know, and I don't know. Maze. Maze. Uh, after that there's it was a little documentary called you are on indian land and this was about some uh indians on a reserve they didn't call it a reservation in canada i guess they call it a reserve now they stuck these guys in some little lake island between the united states and canada said hey this is your land you know you've all fucking enjoyed this land is our land enjoy this piece of shit little (laughs) island that we gave you then they decided, you know what? We're going to make a bridge and a toll right through your land so so people can go from the U.S. to Canada. But if you guys want to come to either side, you got to pay the toll, too. So fuck you. Uh, and it's about the Indians protesting that and, you know, just trying to block uh, people from going to the toll one day. And I guess, you know, it got nationally recognized, but nothing happened. You know, Indians are going to get always fucked at the end. Um, is this off the coast of Nova Scrotum? Probably. Probably. Oh, Canada, I don't know. It's got maybe four cities in it. I have no idea. Um, but again, this was not folk horror. You know? <laughs> this was like, there was nothing 
really folk related. I mean, it was interesting. Well, it's we were the monsters, so that was. Oh, there the you horror. go. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah, the fable of the white man. Uh, but the last one was actually a film. This one was called Consume, and it's about a dude just living in the land with his uh, with his wife and kids, you know, and just like trying to hunt for game, and uh. That all of a sudden his wife disappears because he's having these dreams telling, Hey, you gotta eat, you gotta eat, you gotta feed your family. And uh it's the Wendigo, Tom. The Wendigo's making him hungry. So he uh he kills all his family, eats them. <laughs> the Wolverine show up or Hulk or anything. No, no Wolverine. Puck. Puck. <laughs> he's bouncing around a little guy. Uh this was good. This this little short film was good and it fit in with the fucking folk horror thing that they sold me on. You know, it's like, okay, you delivered your promise on this one. Thank you. Thank you. Not that the other ones weren't interesting. They were, but it's just like, Hey, that's not what I signed up for here. Do you watch anything, Tom? I did, Joe. I watched a movie called Thriller. A cruel picture. Have you seen this? Tom, this is an overrated piece of shit. It's uh it's very jarring for a second because there's insert shots of Dick going in. I wasn't expecting to see that at all, and then you see this lady with a hairy asshole getting a wiener pushed in her and wasn't expecting that because it's very close up. You can tell this was shot definitely after the movie just for some extra shock or something yeah. because this is a very slow, boring movie. And the only reason or the only way that they were able to add some entertainment value is to show penis and vagina penetration. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, yeah, so they could sell it in different markets to different people. Uh, Caligula is the same way that their uncensored version just has a lot of fucking uh, penetration or whatever that really doesn't do anything. I actually like the edited version of that movie more. But Thriller, they call her One-Eye, has a lot of people like falling into boxes, like stacked up boxes <laughs> and shit. Uh, it has... Uh, I remember one scene just driving around on the road. Like any anybody that just drives off the road, their car explodes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, two cars just kind of tap and veer off the road, and then they both explode. So any car in this movie that doesn't stay on the road, it just fucking explodes like when fucking Dolomite <laughs> shot that guy's tire in the human tornado. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, I don't dig this movie. I, I don't get the the fawning fan base that it, it, it has, you know. I don't know. Yeah, uh one and done. I'm good. Better better luck next time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's uh, Watch Miss 45 instead. Yeah, definitely a better movie. Um, I watched Finch. This is, uh, uh, I watched it on Apple Plus or Apple TV or whatever that app is called. 
This is uh, Tom Hanks. The world is fucked, Tom. Like the ozone layer has finally said, screw it. You know, I'm going to burn you guys with the solar radiation. So Tom Hanks is just living in a in one of those big turbine fan things. And he's living there with a dog. You got to have a dog. And a little like robot dog, robot dog. And he builds a new robot so he could uh, take care of the dog after he dies. You know, he wants the dog to be taken care of. So that's sweet. That's cool. You know, I get it. I understand that. If I had some technological know-how and, you know, I could, I didn't have anybody else. Yeah, I'd build something to take care of my dog or whatever. Uh, but there's some big storms of brewing and he decides, fuck it. We can't stay here anymore because these tornadoes are real bad. So we're going to go to San Francisco. <laughs> that's it. That's the movie. They're driving to San Francisco and the robot is like supposed to be comic relief because he doesn't know anything. He's trying to understand human behavior and he's talking. I, I can't do his voice. The voice <laughs> I'm sure you can. He's talking like this, Tom. I uh, <laughs> trying to understand human behavior. Uh, <laughs> it's a boring flick. It, it, uh, the dog's really good. The dog, you know, hey, <laughs> should uh, get some kind of award for that, but uh, nah, can't recommend. <laughs> well, Joseph, the final movie I watched for this week was called Tragedy Girls. It's about a, it's about a couple of goofy dick hungry high school seniors who got a little blog page where they talk about all the crazy shit that's happening in their neighborhood of riverside or riverdale or something with a river running through it anyways there's a serial killers <laughs> on the loose so what they do is they kidnapped the serial killers so they could learn from him, you see. And it turns out to be a cute little movie about friendship and maybe being a lesbian. I'm not sure that's left ambiguous, Joe, but I like this movie. I thought it was good. It had some surprising humor and some gore in there and uh you know most slasher movies are rubbish made for the bin but this was pretty good i don't know why more people aren't talking about it especially all these new age children's in high school i'd say if you went to old high school in the last uh I don't know, five, seven years or so, maybe 10 years around there. This could be a good movie for you to check out. But uh, I think you'd like it there, Joseph. It kind of reminded me of that Heather's movie that you love so much. I do like that. I would say check it out, but... Uh, Unfortunately for you, it has a black girl in it, so I don't want to make you vomit. So I don't know if 
you'd watch that kind of thing. But as for me, I didn't mind. I thought she was a pretty lady, and I liked the movie, Joe. I didn't puke like you when I see black people. Hey, I just watched an episode of Snowfall, man. <laughs> oh, because it's all white, you fucking piece of shit. No, they've got a white segment, they've got a Latino segment, and then they have a black segment. You ever eat the yellow snow there, Joseph? It's called <laughs> Italian ice. Yeah. Only, uh, yeah, only one gummy next time, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Tragedy Girls, I would recommend, especially if you are a tragedy girl. Is this streaming? I think it's on the Tubi. Okay. I watched it, though, at the theater. Hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, that's all I watched, and that's all you watched. That's so, all I watched except, except for this final piece of fucking dog <laughs> shit, Joseph. Okay, this is uh, Malevolence 3. Killa, and this is a direct sequel to part one because part two was a prequel. So now we're going back to the sequel part. And whatever money he had for part two, that shit's gone. In part this three. fucking movie came out in 2018. Son of a bitch looks like it should have been released. In 2004, direct-to-video, it's like he used the same goddamn camera he did when he made the first one. It looks like shit. It looks really bad. Uh, he didn't have money for anybody that could act. He had money for girls that could take their clothes off. He so. got all the flattest-ass white <laughs> women he could find to be in this movie, and he had them decorated in mismatched bra and panty sets because he's a fucking idiot yeah um probably knowing this is going to be this was going to be the last movie he ever made he threw his <laughs> daughter in there so she could have some you know oh yeah i was in a movie she can have that story the rest of her life uh this director also does the music for the film and it sucks this is a horrible horrible score uh, aside from that, it's just uh, the killer, the serial killer that can't feel pain. He is, he escaped from the first movie after being shot. You seen the end of Halloween, the uh -huh. original one. Right. And what happens, but this is one of those emo scene kids. <laughs> and, and yeah, that's it. This movie desperately, just like the first one I had said, it wants to be Halloween. He wants Why to make... the fuck would you make a Halloween fan film with no fucking pumpkins, Joseph? Yep. <laughs> um, but that's it. That There's no plot to it. He's just chasing down these, uh, these uh, college girls and killing them or whatever. His family members, remember? He had the black Dr. Loomis said, yo, baby boys out there killing them. Mm -hmm. We got to find them. But in this one, I guess he did have a little bit of money because his uh, his grandmother, the killer's grandmother, is Adrian Barbeau. 
Happy really birthday, Adrian. Yeah, happy birthday. We're covering this movie <laughs> for you. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Hey, it was a job, I guess. Right, lady? <laughs> Not good. Not good. But we got through it. We got through the three malevolence films. We're moving on to something else. And this guy made a movie that I really liked called Brutal Massacre, which is like a mockumentary making fun of like shitty horror movie directors. I don't think I'm ever going to go back and watch that <laughs> just because I want to leave it as I like it. I don't want to go back and say, oh, this is a big fucking piece of shit. Don't want that to happen because these three malevolence movies were some of the worst shit we've watched on this fucking show so far. And that's that's not bullshit. They're just dull, boring, nothing happening pieces of shit. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I definitely <laughs> recommend them to anybody. So, next week, Joe, we're going to start the Predator movies. We're going to do Predator 1, Predator 2, and then Alien vs. Predator, Alien vs. Predator 2, Predators, then The Predator, and then... We're going to pause for a week and have the third or fourth anal Jean-Claude Van Damathon. <laughs> and then after that, it will be August 5th and the new Predator movie, Prey, will be out on Hulu. And we will finish that out then. All right. So at Build least we up. got... Yep. So at least I know we have... a. Uh, Two and a half good movies in there to look forward to. And I will add to that by reading some Predator comic books and see how bad they hold up. Mm, maybe we'll play that video game too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, turn into uh, next week where we uh, called you a bunch of uh, slack jawed other F words. It'll be great. Thwip, whip, Tom. Uh, we're moving on to Amazing Spider-Man number 117. And, and I got to say that we've noticed that something that happens when we're covering these comic books, it's, it's something I like to call the boy gob effect. <laughs> they, Man, we just talk about these motherfuckers in comic shops call us up. They say, hey, give us some warning. We sold out. <laughs> of Spider-Man 116 last week and you know and you can't find them on on uh eBay you can't find you can't find them anywhere after we talk about them we got piss gourd i don't know what to fucking say pulled the rug right out from under us uh. so, so this- another uh comic that was uh reused and edited and Put in this next issue. Uh, yeah, continuation, direct continuation uh, from last issue. Uh, we were left with the cliffhanger that the ceiling was going to fall down on a bunch of people at a political fundraiser. But <laughs> hey, how's it going? Um, 
And uh, it does. It does fall down. But nobody's killed. Spider-Man's secret identity is not revealed. Uh, we've got, who is it? The schemer? The plotter? What the hell the is it? The smasher and the uh, disruptor. Disruptor. That's the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, Stan Lee couldn't make a villain for fuck. Uh, this <laughs> and he couldn't fuck like a villain. No. No. Uh, <laughs> Like Tom said, this is a reprint, so they just re-modified some shit from Stan Lee's script from when it was originally printed. And if you know how we've covered or if you've read yourself any of Stan Lee's stuff, uh, it doesn't hold up at all. Mm. Um, it, it, I guess it was just kids reading comics at that time because I don't see how any adults that were reading at the time would have stuck with it. You know, uh, not good. Not good. Uh, it ends on yet another cliffhanger. So we got more of this shit to wade through next week. Uh, the politician that everybody's gaga about, there's something up with him. We don't know what's going on with him, but uh, Robertson is going to expose him. And then the original one, Captain Stacy, was going to expose him, but mm -hmm. he's dead. He's dead. Yeah. So they had to rewrite that. Um, they didn't really rewrite it. They just drew over him. Yeah. The Disruptor has now got a remote control for the Smasher. So <laughs> he's going to go after Spider-Man's next issue. He got a remote control implant put in his brain, his hands, and his feet. And they show you a little x-ray diagram of it. Of the wires that go through his chest. Stupid. Like two wires running this whole guy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Not not yeah, these are <laughs> stories. And there's been a bunch of stinkers, but this is like there's been a hundred and seventeen <laughs> of them. Yeah, the majority. The majority. I thought things were getting better here. Like, hey, Gary Conway's here and like like uh they're starting to develop some plot, but then they throw this shit on us. You know, let's recycle these stories. Rubbish for the bin, mate. It is. It definitely is. I was fucking petting Riley and a goddamn dog house keep flying <laughs> up and now I keep itching my nose like I got a fucking booger sugar problem. Too fat for that shit, though. Mm. But you're, you know, you're a picky eater, Tom. Unless it's <laughs> fucking bowls of sugary cereal when I'm sitting down in front of the television when I was a fat little boy who grew up to be a fat little man who just happens to watch most of the same shit that I did when I was a fucking fat-titted child. You like list, you some bitch. I've been known to make a list or two, Tom. So this you, uh, did you make two lists this time, Drew? I made one. Well, okay. kind of two. I made huh. one with with uh, honorable mentions, and this time Tom's having us list the TV shows we enjoyed when we were kids. Children, children, and I, you know, was wondering, hey, Tom, what do you consider children? You know what you know what age group 
do you stop being a child? Is it like 13 or whatever? No, that would be a teenager. Okay. I wonder what it's like to be a teenager in love. But, uh, yeah. So my honorable mentions, men, mentions, mentions on this list. Mansions. Oh. I'm going to live in it because I got all these monies. Yeah, I'm sure Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous is on your list, but it's not on mine. My honorable mentions are The Incredible Hulk, Beretta, Fat Albert, and the Cosby Kids. He grew up to be a fucking date rapist guy, you know. He did. Sanford and Son. And my last honorable mention is Laugh Olympics. <laughs> this is where the Hanna-Barbera characters would compete against each other, you see. I do. I was a Hanna-Barbera fan, Joseph. I have Dinosaurs. It was a Jim Henson production where there were dinosaurs. And then I have Johnny Bravo. It was a cartoon about a fucking rapist. <laughs> and then I had Ren and Stimpy. It was a cartoon made by a fucking rapist. And then I have Dinosaurs again, because I guess I loved it so much, I put it in the honorable mentions twice, but not on my list. Hmm. And then I have TGIF. You remember TGIF, Joe? You could hang with Mr. Cooper and whatnot. Yes. And those are my honorable mentions. At number 10, Tom, I have Southwest Championship Wrestling. Used to come on on Sundays. I'd watch it all the time. My number 10 was part of the Nickelodeon Saturday Night Block called. It was called Snick for Saturday Night Nick. And there was a show called Are You Afraid of the Dark about a bunch of fucking Canadian children huddled around a campfire and threw magic dust into a fire and it would cause words to appear, and then they would tell a story. Most of them, not about the dark, but it was cute, you know. It was little horror stories for children and what have you. Maybe once in a while, I'll give you a little nightmare, son. Are you afraid of the dark? Number 10. At number 9. I have good times featuring Jimmy Walker. Ain't you glad that we got him? Kid Dynamite. Now he's on there trying to fucking sell you insurance and <laughs> Medicaid and shit. That ugly looking man. He was an ugly looking boy who grew up to be a fucking ugly looking man. 
you know when you light a candlestick and you let it melt for a <laughs> while and then you just mush the fucking candlestick on the ground that's what he looked like dynamite number nine joseph i have another canadian spooktacular show for children's and this is Goosebumps made by the gentle fellow who popularized the man thing. Ever heard of him? Yeah, I have. R.L. Stein. <laughs> and he made little, little spooky stories for children. At number eight, I have Thundar, the Barbarian. He was traveling around a devastated world, and I didn't realize until much later that, shit, that's our world. That's our world. Damn, we're the... So damn it. We're the aliens? We're the destroyers. Oh, God We're damn. responsible for it all. My number eight was a television show that Sometimes feature the locks of the Harlem Globetrotters, Phyllis Diller, and Fatty Arbuckle and the Skinny Friend. And this was Scooby-Doo. It was about a bunch of fucking beatniks who had sex with each other and solved mysteries, you see. <laughs> and it was always a guy in a mask. Always. They always had an ample supply of peanut butter and oven mitts. So knowing the girls got hurt when Scooby-Doo had the way with them. Velma got stuck a couple times, though, because, you know, the knot in the dog's dick. He just got stuck sometimes. Just got to get a firm grasp on his wiener and jiggle it out of there. Look, luckily, the old pig and elephant DNA just don't splice, if you know what I mean. At number seven, I have The Electric Company. It's a kid's show on PBS. And each episode, they had Spider-Mans come out. And, like, he'd get stuck. Like, you'd have to answer a question. Because <laughs> of the dogs. Yeah. It, uh, I've, you know, I haven't seen it since I'm a kid. I was sure, I'm sure it's all garbage and stupid, but it was a kid's show, you know, so it was aimed at me, and I watched it. Well, you haven't seen it since you were as a children, but <laughs> I know you remember the fucking song, Joseph, so how about you? You sing that Spider-Man song. I don't remember. Is it the same? Fuck, it's the know. worst fucking Spider-Man song there is. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll get back to Spider-Man's in a minute. Yeah, we will. <laughs> what are we on a television program I whacked off to? And that's Spawn. The animated series. <laughs> you quit fucking talking like that. Star starring <laughs> Keith David. Keith or David. 
fuck kind of name is Kiefer anyways? It sounds like what a lady does when she gets too much air in her pussy hole. <laughs> they call her a queefer. At number six, where the fuck am I? I have, I don't know if this was called the Six Million Dollar Man or the Bionic Man, but I used to watch it all the time as a kid. It was the closest thing you had. Well, it's not the closest thing you had to a superhero because Wonder Woman was on and Spider Man's had his own show too, a live action. But it was, I think it, that was a series of movies. But Six Million Dollar Man. He would fight robots. He would fight Bigfoot. It was cool to me as a kid. Again, I'm sure it sucks really bad now if I watched it. You remember the episode where the giant Andre got all that pubic hair glued to him? I do. Okay. He punched Andre in the face in the stomach and his face popped out. No, that's the toy. But anyway, his face popped out and it had a robot face. So Bigfoot was a robot. And he had sex with each other. Oh, that was that, sorry, that was the Venture Brothers making fun of it. My mistake. At number six. He fought a lot of robots now that I think about it. That was the thing back in those days, because it was new and exciting. But I had something that was part of the action extreme team block that was on USA. It was showed in conjunction with the Street Fighter cartoon, the Savage Dragon cartoon that didn't feature semen, and the Wildcats cartoon. This was Mortal Kombat, Defenders of the Realm. There was an episode with Cabal and Sonya, and Sonya was able to relate to Cabal because when Sonya was in school, she was friends with the crippled girl in the wheelchair, and that's supposed to be a simile because Cabal's all burnt up, and they're not freaks, you see. They're still people, too, even they're, they're a little different. Some of them may talk like slack-jawed other F-words, you see, Joe. But we'll get to that next week when we talk about Tyrannosaurus and what have you. At number five, I have Jason of Star Command. I don't fucking remember this show at all. But I know I used to watch it, and it was like Saturday mornings when it'd come on. I was always excited to watch it. I have a box set of it somewhere, so at some point I am going to go through and think, you know, God damn, you were a dumbass, Joe. Um, yeah. Can't say much more about it because I don't remember. It was a space show for kids. <laughs> Number five, I have the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
I always thought Donatello's staff would make a nice chair. So I came in at number five. At number four. Hey, you know what I'm surprised about, Joseph? What's that? You know how all these fat nerds want to stick their fucking pickles in a Velma, you see? Mm-hmm. Why don't they have that same kind of fascination with Irma? You know, that bitch in the blue sweater? Isn't it just kind of the same kind of thing, but she's not as fat as that fat bitch Velma? Irma? Which one's Irma? So she, rhymes, she rhymes with sperma. She what show was she on? The Ninja Turtle, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, I didn't watch that shit. I thought the only girl in that was the yellow suit girl. She worked at the fucking TV station with the yellow suit girl. Oh, she didn't work at the pizzeria or something? She didn't work at the pizzeria. They wouldn't allow Jewish people in there back in the 90s. I'm not very familiar with the cartoons, Tom. I can't answer why. But Only maybe, the movies. Maybe you've just started something. Maybe nerds will realize, oh, yeah, we should be lusting after that whore, too. All right, nerds and fucking dorks out there, you listen up. You send videos of yourself whacking off to old Irma from the Ninja Turtles, the F-A-S-T-C-U-S-T-O-M-S-H-I-R-T-S at gmail.com. At number four, I have... WKRP in Cincinnati, where we oh, just, just were. in fucking Cincinnati. Yes, there. And uh, yeah, this show I thought was funny as a kid. It probably still is. I won't know, though. I got other shit I need to watch. Like your fucking cholesterol. True. My number four is Hey Arnold. It's about a Bunch of childrens of all nationalities, shapes, sizes, and creeds coming together to do city kids stuff. And that's the one where they're in recess, right? No, time. that's that's recess, Joseph. Okay. That was also a good one, but recess. it didn't make the list. Yeah, Mikey was a fat titted bitch. At number three, I have Spider-Man's and his amazing friends. He had a friend that could turn to ice and a chick that could, like, microwave herself or something. And they had a dog. Named Oven Mitts. Yeah. And this cartoon would have guest appearances by, like, Namor and the, the X. Swarm. Yeah. My number three, I have Rocco's Modern Life. In one issue, episode, Rocco was picking berries, but it turns out he just grabbed an animal's testicles and it ran out of the bush holding his fucking bruised testicles because Rocco has a mighty grip. It's a good show with a lot of humor not targeted towards children. That's uh, that's interesting. At number two, I have the Three Stooges. 
this would uh this aired every day on one one of the three networks and i would watch it all the time as a kid and i thought their their antics were quite comedic I have X-Men the Animated Series with your favorite, the Molochs. You remember the Molochs, Joe? I do. They were a bunch of Polish people who lived in the sewers, you see. Yeah, I do. Rest in empowerment, more. What the hell was Callisto's power? Callisto. She was... She was drugged up in force-fed heroin, and they made her prostitute herself, and she had the power of revenge, you see. I thought that was Cloak and Dagger. <laughs> oh, well. At number one, fairly obvious, Star Trek. It was on every day. I watched it every day. It turned me into the man I am today. James Kirk style. Tiberius to his friends. Joseph, my number one is Spider-Man's The Animated Series. No punching allowed, you fuck. <laughs> and it didn't need it because it's number one in my heart. In the clogged hearts of many fat little children's around the world. Next week, what are we doing? Join us next week when we uh, discuss our top ten movies about religious folk. We already did that. No, we didn't. We did faith-based movies. No, that's faith-based movies. It's going to be the same shit. Well, then I don't fucking know. Our top ten. Fuck no, that would not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm running out of subjects on this shit. Well, then don't pick movies. Uh, our top ten shitty accents. <laughs> I don't think there are ten. There's definitely not fucking fifteen. <laughs> Tur- tune in next week. Where you? Where you? Here, Joe and I offend everybody on the map. <laughs> I'll come up with something in by tomorrow. <laughs> Top 10 Pornhub searches. That's pretty good. I like the accents. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> All right. We'll tune in next week. We'll, we'll talk about accents, or we won't, but. We will talk about Predator. So, and Spider-Man's, another shitty issue of Spider-Man's for sure. Yeah. Can't wait. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you watching, listening, whatever you do. It was nice seeing who we did last weekend or the weekend before or many, many moons ago, depending on whenever you are consuming this content. But whenever you are consuming this content, I would just like to thank AXE again for having us out.
And I would also like to tell you to head on over to dwnproductions.net and buy one of these fucking hats. Look at that shit. Just fucking buy it already. DWN Productions. They do. Safety reflective. There you go. Yeah. Then after that, go to fastcustomshirts.com. Take a look around. Buy some shirts. Or don't. That's up to you. But, uh, but yeah, just give it a look. Head on over to fastcustomshirts.com. Type in boy gob. And buy the fucking shirt of the podcast. That's Who this knows? guy standing between us right here. Where's my hand? There other way right here there might even be tank tops coming but that's all on joe <laughs> until next time boy gob you fucks the song, you